Welcome to Omla's Visionary Wellbeing Podcast for individuals and businesses to thrive. And in this podcast, I'm speaking to interesting people who are business leaders or experts within the field of health and well-being. I'm so happy that you've decided to listen in to this episode and I hope it will bring you some inspiration and clarity how you can go about your day to boost your health and well-being, to increase your um, happiness at work and outside of work as I do believe we all strive to live life to our highest potential and that we just need a little bit of a reminder or good examples of how to make it happen in our own lives. So with that said, warm welcome and I hope you will enjoy this episode. I'm sitting here next to Fredrik Wetterlund, the HR director at Scandic. And I'm so very uh, happy to have you with me here, Fredrik. Warm welcome. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Yeah, and it's a uh, great. This is a, actually a new place for the pod recording. Um, we are at Martela, which is uh, a, a furniture company, and they have um, invited us to come into one of their pods to record this pod. So it's a pod in a pod. Yes, it's like sitting in a box almost here. It's really nice. It's a really good studio. Yeah, it, uh, it, and we're also looking out over there like office space and they have some green trees inside so it's a really like nice vibe here at the office yeah warm healthy environment yes and that's where we thrive that's where we'd like to be right yes (laughs) and and frederick i know that it's a very special day for uh, skandik Uh, tell us what's happening today it is it's a big birthday party actually we're turning 60 so 60 years ago we started our first hotel in the small city of Laxo in the middle of Sweden and it was called Esomotor Hotel uh, and now we are 270 hotels uh, in six countries so and still growing and at all our hotels we have a big breakfast party for our uh, guests so we're trying to break a sort of Guinness books of record uh, with having at least 30,000 breakfast guests at the same time wow well that's that's amazing congratulations to the birthday and um, connecting to our subject today it's of course healthy breakfast of course <laughs> i've had the opportunity now working with you to have a few scandic breakfasts and i have to say they're they're great thank you yeah a good uh, mix of options good start of the day yes and we all know that that's uh, yeah the breakfast can be very important at least for me having a good breakfast it sort of sets the tone it makes me uh, yeah in a positive state if i'm having a good breakfast uh, same with me if if i have a good breakfast i don't really need to eat that much during the day so start with a good breakfast for me yeah and what is a typical frederick breakfast it's a bowl of yogurt and muesli uh, homemade muesli, mm. um, so uh, a lot of whole grain and nuts, and uh, uh, also uh, a banana. Uh, yeah. And then the whole grain bread, uh, but the most important is actually the cup of coffee, really strong black coffee. <laughs> that sets you up with a lot of energy. And then I know because you told me that you also bicycle to work. 
yes, that's my thing to do. I am. I have uh, 15 kilometers to work, so it's a good ride in the morning and good ride back in the afternoon or evening. And so I, at least I get one hour and 20 minutes exercise every day. So, but and we have good, uh, you know, sh- uh, showers and changing rooms at Scandic. So, so that's um, it's a good start. Uh, of the day yeah. and a good end of the day. You get your your all your physical activities solved yeah. already before lunch. I think that's exactly. Uh, <laughs> Instead of sitting in a car or train, I can sit on my bike and almost meditate. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, a good strategy. Because today we're going to talk about some of the work you have initiated on our driving and some uh, when it comes to health and well-being. So I think that's something that a lot of companies now are looking at. How can they do it? And um, that's uh, what we will try to cover and share some of your experiences in this episode. I'm happy to share whatever I can. Yeah, but let's start uh, sort of from the beginning. And uh, can you uh, tell us what made you interested in the HR role from the beginning? So from the beginning, it's a long time ago. Uh, However, uh, I started to study law uh, and uh, wanted to be a lawyer because there was a television series called L.A. Law and everybody wanted to be lawyers, uh, including me started and realized after a while that it was really, really boring. <laughs> uh, didn't fit me at all. And uh, if it's boring, you don't get engaged and motivated. And I would probably have ended up as a lousy lawyer then. And then um, I, while I was thinking of what am I going to do with my life, I worked uh, in a psychiatric ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, as an assistant nurse for a year. And one of my colleagues, she actually studied human resources uh, at that time and worked extra. And uh, I really got interested. Uh, and I don't regret it at all. Uh, I started to study and I worked now for almost 30 years in HR. And it's uh, still fun every day. Mm. So. Yeah, you found your, your prof- really watching. Yeah, I guess you're. Uh, engaged uh, your sort of passion is really evident when I talk to you about these questions about uh, the organization the people and how to make people thrive at work I I can sense that you're really passionate about that I am and I still am Uh, and it's an area you know there's so much to do so you can really change and impact the life of so many so uh, yeah happy to be in HR. Yeah, and what exactly is your role at Scandic? So the the uh, title is really fancy. It's uh, <laughs> CHRO, uh, and uh, but I'm really heading up HR for the Scandic group, and we are 270 hotels, uh, and uh, we got around 19,000 em- employees. We call them team members. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's 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 a big job, fun job in a in a fantastic industry and in a, in an amazing environment because Scandic has a it's a warm and friendly place to be. Yeah, yeah, and when I 
started working with you, I thought Scandic actually was only uh, in the Nordic countries, but now I know better. It's also in Germany and Poland. Exactly, and we are still growing. Hmm? Always look at opportunities to grow. Yeah, yeah. No, it um, it's really fun to, as you said, like the warm and friendly atmosphere. Um, is something that you notice not just when you step into the hotel but also when you talk to your team members yes uh, definitely and uh, you know i worked uh, many years in different industries in really nice companies etc but working scandic is something extra it's uh, as i said warmer friendly it's uh, the people you know it's hospitality we are you know uh, building guest experiences at our hotels. So it's people who like to work with people. And, uh, you know, I've met so many great leaders, great people, engaged people at Scandic. So it, it's actually fairly easy to work with HR at uh-huh. Scandic. Is it? Yeah. What makes it uh, different from other places no, you've it, been? It is the people. If you have people who like to work and uh, collaborate and uh, engage together with others it's much easier you have leaders who like to be leaders in many companies you have leaders who are almost forced to be leaders because um someone told them you you have to be the leader because we don't need any we we don't have anyone else and um uh, but here you know we have great leaders and if you have great culture you build uh, good leaders and then you get engaged and motivated team members. And if you have engaged and motivated team members, you get happy guests. And guess what? If you have happy guests, the shareholders get happy as well. So, so everything is really connected. Uh, and it sounds very obvious and almost like too simple when you explain it, that like engaged and motivated team members are creating that the guest experience that you want to provide. Um, but how can you create a culture that, or how have you been working with the culture to ensure that it feels um, engaging and warm and collaborative? Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, you need to recognize the history of Scandic and how it's growth. It's uh, it's from Scandinavia, it's from Sweden. We have this, uh, what we call Inspiring Nordic. It's uh, our culture program where we, you know, the basics is the Nordics and we should be proud of it. Uh, and uh, uh, I think, you know, I work globally in many countries. What's different with the Nordics is that it's very focused on the individuals. You know, we're, it's, uh, for instance, work environment. It's uh, in Sweden. You have, uh, you know, obligation to have windows in every office. In many countries, you don't even have a windows. You sit in open landscapes with no windows. Those things makes it, you know, it's people-oriented and focused more in the Nordics. I must say. Mm. Oh, that's interesting that you can see that also because I know you've worked a lot in other countries before you joined Scandic. And when it comes to sort of health and well-being, um, what is your perspective here? How Swedish company maybe have a cultural heritage? It sounds when it comes to these questions. Yeah, I, I think it's again the work environment. It's uh, by law uh, you have to work with you know safe environment, healthy environments. 
and it's it's actually for us it's not the law that drives uh, health and well-being it's the strategy because we we know that if we have healthy um, uh, team members you, you know they they can perform better at work and hopefully you know if we have the right initiatives right support when it comes to these areas they have energy enough to for work but also energy enough to come home and and you know have a good time with the family as well uh, so it's it's a win-win situation we invest in health and well-being uh, and it's uh, because it's part of our strategy uh, and uh, then we get uh, hopefully happy, engaged, and motivated team members. Yeah, and uh, I know that your strategy has uh, been a lot about sustainability, and that's uh, what you're uh, very much famous for as well. Uh, but that has also been a bit related to um, maybe environmentally making good choices and mm-hmm. how you um, yeah work with energy and food waste and so on but how do you see the sustainability part connecting with uh, sustainable people and the health and well-being work you're driving uh, actually it's part of of uh, the the sustainability act and uh, that you should work with health and well-being as well as diversity so those areas are really the parts that where hr can make a difference when it comes to sustainability so it's um, uh, Health and well-being, uh, being natural into sustainability. You know, you have, you, you have sustainable people, uh, and if we have sustainable people, you, you know, they they hopefully work and they are more engaged at work. Mm. Yes, and how do you see also because health can sometimes be i mean it's very individual what you need as a, as a person to to be healthy and happy and. Um, and still there are obviously some things we have in common as human beings. Uh, but uh, the responsibility aspect of being an um, employer and then what can you actually do to promote uh, health and well-being for an individual? Uh, f- first of all, health and well-being is the responsibility of the individual, not the, really the company. But we can support the individual in being having a, a healthy life and uh, you can uh, uh, be inspiring with uh, having lectures or pods or you could have uh, short inspiring movies on, on the internet etc uh, what what we're doing we, we are having health ambassadors at every hotel so have, we have more than 200 health ambassadors and those are the ones that are driving health engagement at the hotels uh, but we we provide them with tools, uh, inspiration, uh, and um, uh, you know making them engage in this area. And it's not hard. You, you know, start at the top. Um, if you have an executive committee where I'm a part of, that believes that health and well-being is part of our strategy. It's important for uh, if we are going to succeed, then it's it's very easy. I know. Many companies have problems with having engaged uh, executive committee of leadership, uh, but we have managed at Scandic to, uh, to that. You know, we have good people in the executive com- committee, and we all believe that health and well-being 
is part of uh, a successful company. Mm. Yeah, as you mentioned, like having everyone um, on board sort of on that, uh, sharing that same uh, focus Mm. must, I know is quite crucial actually to to get the resources to get the focus yeah. and uh, um, you also had health and well-being as a top priority this year 2023 where did that come from yeah it's a good question we you know the pandemic hit our industry very very hard uh, include uh, also scandic including scandic uh, and uh, we had before the pandemic, we had uh, around nineteen thousand team members, and because of the pandemic, we had to let almost ten thousand go, mm, and wow. that was, of course, very stressful for many leaders, um, for for the whole company, uh, many team members. So, uh, uh, but we still had to run our two hundred seventy hotels. They needed to be open, even even if we didn't have one single guest, we we tried to be open as much as possible. Um, wow, that's hard to imagine. Yeah. How you so many choices yeah. in a, such an uncertain time. No one knew how long the pandemic was supposed to last either. No, but we had so many superheroes, mm. uh, and then suddenly after the pandemic, everybody wanted to stay at hotels. Everybody wanted to eat at restaurants. Yeah. Uh, so suddenly we went from zero to 100% uh, filled restaurants and hotels. Really good time, but we didn't have the team members to, to do the work. Uh, so we last year we recruited around 10,000 new employees. And it's not the same. Uh, around 90% were new to Scandic, new to the hospitality in industry. So it was not only to attract and uh, recruit, it was also to train a lot of employees. Everything happening at the same time with much less resources yes, to do the exactly. work. So those who were superheroes during the pandemic to, to you know make everything uh, alive still, uh, they were all also superheroes of making Scandic come back on the market, and we we did a record year last year, uh, despite you know recruiting ten thousand fifty percent of our workforce. Yeah, that's that's an incredible achievement. I think many, uh, yeah, especially HR directors uh, listening to this is like that the work um, to be able to do that and also to change that negative trend that must have impacted uh, the culture a lot. I mean, if you downsize with almost 50%, mm. that creates a lot of uncertainty. It does. So, so, And that's why we felt that, you know, our, for instance, our uh, general managers at the hotels, they, they did a marathon every day during the pandemic and then coming back, they had to do marathons again but in in a in a different yeah, way yeah and uh, of course that you know your health and well-being is compromised during that period so we um we felt that we need to look at the whole human being when when i uh, first started to talk about health and well-being 2023 um if everybody said, okay, you want us to go the, to the gym more often or you want us to uh, 
to run faster or what what is it and then we said it's it's not about that it's four uh, important areas uh, it's the mental health it's uh, how you your brain is doing the brain is like a muscle and you know need to rest as any muscle uh, and need to sleep so that's part of the mental health as well and being a hotel company at Scandic, we you know we should be experts in sleeping <laughs> because that's our product. What your guest does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, but so uh, so the mental health, the social health, how you interact at work. You have ten thousand new team members. Uh, you have to build the uh, you, you know you, you you we don't want to change the culture. So we have really been hard on you know recruiting into our values. It's a, a value-driven recruitment, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so it fits into our culture. But of course, having fifty percent new team members that uh, could be uh, uh, Im- have an impact on your culture. So, but the social, the, the how we interact, how we collaborate. Uh, how you say good morning? Uh, yeah, those how, small things that yeah, makes a difference. Things, yeah, uh, and we have a very high engagement score. Eighty-four percent of our team members feel that we are doing a good job when it comes to engagement. But still, then there's sixteen percent that doesn't think so. So, but it's a high score, eighty-four percent. So, but that's the social um, health, and then you have the nutritional. We we have so many experts at our hotels, chefs who are really good in in um, uh, uh, in making the right food and right nutritional decisions, etc. And we want to share that with our uh, team members. You know what's uh, what's healthy. What should you think about if you're going to to last for a full working day and then have energy when you come back home? Uh, then you also need to eat the right things. And uh, then you have the physical health as well. Uh, we, we are the, since we have a, a gym at every hotel, it, that shouldn't be a, an issue really, but you should also have the time to go to the gym. You should have, a, but also see what, what's best for you. Uh, for me, uh, I said I'm, I'm riding my bike every day. And uh, that's what I feel is, is best for me. I had a skiing accident uh, a couple of years ago, and they said you would never be able to ski again. Mm. Uh, and uh, but I'm skiing several weeks every year. That's my biggest interest still because of I'm doing the right exercise. Right. I'm yes. Doing the things you recovered. That, yeah, the, I'm doing the things that's good for mm. my leg and my knee. So. Yeah, and that's. I think it's quite interesting because you have majority of your team members are probably uh, quite physically active. I mean, mm. they walk a lot or they stand a lot, um, but that's why we also were looking at what are the specific needs and yes. maybe more sh- short uh, exercises just to move the body or pr- to prevent injuries because yes. it can be quite heavy to do the work. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, it's. Um Everybody uh, knows what a hotel is, and uh, you, you know it's quite a lot of work uh, before the guests check into their room. You have to clean the room, you 
um, all, all the service in the reception desk. Maybe you are going to have some dinner, etc. It's heavy work, hev- heavy lifting, etc. Mm-hmm. F- to to make the guest happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so then you have to look after yourself first to be able to give that energy to the ones. Uh, um, and what I mean, you are now almost approaching twenty thousand employees. Um, so obviously, to to reach out to them, especially being such a diverse workforce um, with different roles, uh, not everyone is typically on their um, have access to maybe phones or or computer, and mm-hmm. that's where part of the uh, program provides those tools. So how have you? been able to reach out with this message of health and well-being and the mm. tools that's being provided yeah first uh, you know the tools need to be be inspiring and good etc and uh, uh, Omla has really helped us there you you have helped us Miriam and uh, you should take a lot of credit it's been amazing working with you and uh, and uh, if, if we have a good foundation that's Make build interest in in this important uh, subject, then of course that uh, attracts people to this area. Then, but the m- most important is our health ambassadors at every mm. hotel. That you have one at every hotel who feels this is this is my you know engagement, my work to really help my colleagues at my hotel to uh, inspire them and to make them active or you know uh, make them eat more healthy or uh, uh, say hello in a friendlier way etc that's uh, creates health yeah and and first of all thank you it's been so much fun looking at what type of content uh, or challenges that uh, would suit the the you as a company and the close collaboration with you and the other HR uh, people across the business has really um, been what's made it successful. I think tuning into to the different needs and then getting it out there. And uh, it's so fun now when the program is live and we get the pictures and the videos from what people are out there doing. One thing that just came to my mind is they were organizing the staircase run. I think that's mm-hmm. such a genius thing. You have a lot of stairs and they were doing uh, a challenge. So mm-hmm. so there there's a lot of... Uh, uh, actions happening and I as you said it's all thanks to the health ambassadors and that they are even small teams in some of the uh, the energy teams out exactly. in the hotel so they're collaborating and creating more activities and uh, they're not just mm. for the team members sometimes it's also being uh, doing things for the guests yeah. and you know the social events also is important when it comes to health and well-being and then um, you can have fun as well. Of course, it's fun to do exercise and eat healthy, etc. But you you actually can socialize, and that's part of your mental health, yeah, uh, social health. And uh, another thing is our leadership training. Creating the psychological safety uh, makes such a difference to have people you know not being afraid to go to work or not being afraid to do something wrong or say something uh, that doesn't fit into the box. 
uh, you know, it makes such a change. It's, uh, you know, you, you should have an open and transparent uh, environment. And I think we have succeeded with that. And if you have that, uh, then it's, it's more fun to go to work every day. Mm. Yeah, and you can relax and be yourself and get energy from each other. Yes. That's a huge definitely. part of, of feeling good at work. Um, and uh, what is your advice to maybe other HR managers or leaders, uh, CEOs? Could be anyone looking to create some similar focus on health and well-being. Where to start? It has to start at the top and to include it in the strategy. I don't see why any company shouldn't have health and well-being as one of their strategic focus areas because it's uh, it makes an impact on the result uh, and you know I said it many times already but it's um, uh, you know happy engaged motivated team members makes a difference mm. And yeah, and when it comes to results, what can you share? Have you already seen some impact of the work? Yes, we we, we see that. Uh, of course, talking about it, making uh, people you know talk about it o- over a coffee about uh, the program, the initiatives. That's of course uh, a result itself. Um, we we can also we we are looking forward to our ne- next employee survey because that's uh, where we can see if if you know it's not only 84% engaged and motivated team members hopefully it's more and in the area of uh, health and well-being uh, that the numbers have increased as well so that's where we can see it in in uh, KPIs Mm, yes, and when you think about the year ahead, what do you see as like more important initiatives that you're looking at driving for Scandic? Uh, but first of all, this should not be the flavor of the year. It uh, should be a flavor of every year, health and well-being. So it's not just something that will... Uh, now the project is, is over, let's do something else. So this will be part of the normal operations and continue evolving. Yeah, and uh, but uh, uh, 2024, we, diversity and inclusion is our focus area, uh, and uh, so look, really looking forward to that uh, when it comes to HR. So, yes, a yeah. lot of exciting things ahead, um, to say the least. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to the listener? No, but. Um, uh, uh, I, I think if it starts at the top with the leaders, uh, with the executive committee, even the board of a company, that they believe in the area of, could be whatever area, but now it's we're talking about health and well-being. If, if you can get it out there and they start talking about it, start to prioritize it, then it, it, the, the journey will be so much smoother. Uh, but of course, I understand if 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 there is zero interest in in health and well-being in the company, it's uh, it will be a harder journey. But maybe uh, that's not the place you want to stay either. So. 
Yeah, so there's uh, great lessons uh, from you, Frederick. I think you covered so many aspects of both what the program included, but also why um, why it's important and the value it brings. So I'm, yeah, again, super happy that you wanted to do this uh, uh, episode together with me. And uh, I wish you, yeah, I look forward. We still have some months uh, before the end of this year to do some more cool activities. So I really yeah. look forward to that. Looking forward. And thank you so much for having me because it's an important area. And uh, if we can share the knowledge, uh, I think it's uh, it will be a better world out there. So. Yes, we all, we all uh, see that the world needs more health and well-being. And it's so great to share those inspiring examples and make it really practical like this is something you can really start working with you don't need to be a company with 20,000 employees you can be two and because it starts with every individual and from there it can take a massive have a massive positive impact Mm, definitely Uh, so keep on going uh, yes likewise thank you thank you (laughs) bye Thank you for listening in and remember to subscribe so you get notified when we release our next episode of this podcast. And you can always reach out to me. You can connect on LinkedIn or send me an email on miriam at omla.se. And I wish you a beautiful rest of your day and your week, hoping you are staying healthy, happy and thriving wherever you are in the world. Bye bye.